It is Monday, February 22nd, 2021, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today, we take a look at the racing that happened over the weekend, including two shows for the Extreme Dirt Car Series. There's also a bunch of news items to talk about, so let's jump in. We didn't get a ton of racing shows over the weekend, but we did get those two Extreme Dirt Car Series Super Late Model shows in South Carolina in. On Saturday at Lakeview Motor Speedway, we had big drama with 15 laps to go. The lap car of Kale Green slowed suddenly down the backstretch, which brought out a quick caution, but the front runners couldn't avoid Green's machine. Leader Matthew Nance and second place running Ross Bales were both collected with both sustaining damage in the incident. Nance kept it going, but Bales spun because of the contact. On the restart, though, both leaders were given their spots back as the caution was for the lap car and not the contact. After the restart, Nance maintained the lead, but his damaged car wasn't strong enough to hold Bales at bay. Bales took the lead with six to go and drove away to the win in the Extreme Dirt Car Series' first trip to Lakeview. Nance was second, Clay Knight third, Dustin Mitchell fourth, and Stuart Friesen was fifth. On Sunday at Cherokee Speedway, it was all Chris Madden. He started on the front row, grabbed the early lead from Ross Bales, and led every lap en route to his second series win of the season. Bales finished second, Kyle Strickler third, Adam Yarborough was fourth, and Stuart Friesen rounded out the top five after needing to transfer in through a B-main. With one race left, Chris Madden's points lead over Kyle Strickler is now 25. Dalton Wilson, Anthony Sanders, and Trent Ivey are the rest of the top five in the standings. Madden is trying to win his second straight Extreme Championship. The Extreme Dirt Car Series closes out their season this Saturday at Modoc Raceway. If you can't be there, you can watch live on Dirt Vision with your Fast Pass. If you're a late model fan, these extreme events have been really, really entertaining, uh, especially uh, during a time of the year when we don't normally get a lot of racing. And the fields are really strong each time out. We've had 69 uh, cars total attempt an extreme event, while eight guys have run all five races so far. Last year, we had four uh, four winners in five races, and we've had the same so far this season, so we could potentially have five winners in six races here. Uh, It's fun to see some nationally known guys like Madden, Overton, and Strickler mix it up with some of the regional favorites. You know, guys like Michael Brown, Ross Bales, Dalton Wilson. Uh, It's also a chance for some of these smaller teams to get some bigger attention on Dirt Vision. So really cool, these uh, extreme dirt car events. In other racing this weekend, Shane Golubic outdueled Carson Macedo to get his first ever win at Colorado Speedway in Hanford, California on Saturday night. Tim Kading, Dominic Selzy, and Mitchell Facinto rounded out the top five in the Kings of Thunder 360 Sprint Car event. In USCS action, Tim Schaefer and Mark, split, uh, Mark Smith split the weekend at Southern Raceway in Florida. Josh Shipley won with the ASCS Desert Sprint Car Series. Jock Goodyear grabbed a 410 win at Toowoomba, and Justin Sanders picked up an ASCS Southwest win at Central Arizona Speedway. To see more weekend open wheel winners, visit tjslideways.com. Other weekend late model winners include Rod Carroll and Sam Seawright at Fort Payne Motor Speedway in Alabama. For more from the Late Model Weekend, visit DirtOnDirt.com. Since Dirt Car Nationals ended, we've lost the four Southern Word of Outlaws sprint car shows in Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana, the entire West Coast swing, and now we've lost the two nights at Cotton Bowl Speedway in Texas due to the ongoing state of emergency in the state of Texas from the unprecedented winter weather. The Outlaws have sacked this weekend's racing at Cotton Bowl with hopes of postponing it to a future date. We're still waiting on a revised spring schedule to replace those lost West Coast dates as well. The series did reschedule Magnolia 
Magnolia and the Rev to March, uh, which actually are the next two races on the schedule, March 12th and 13th. But those races are nearly three weeks away. So hopefully we hear soon about some more races being added to that World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series schedule. To see the full announcement about Cotton Bowl along with ticket information, visit worldofoutlaws.com. Back on Friday, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series announced date changes for two races on their schedule as well. Originally scheduled for April 9th and 10th, series officials have moved 411 Motor Speedway and Talladega Short Track to May 14th and 15th due to scheduling conflicts in the area. Those scheduling conflicts appear to be the World of Outlaws Late Model event at Bristol Motor Speedway that same weekend. I think this is a good move uh, by Lucas for both fans and the competitors. You know, let those that want to hit up a Bristol the freedom to do so. For more information about the announcement and to view the full Lucas schedule, visit lucasdirt.com. We'll see another driver running a partial USAC National Sprint Car schedule this season with the announcement on Saturday that Cole Bodine and Clausen Marshall Newman will partner up for select races. Bodine drives the 39BC Midget for Clausen Marshall, and these races will be in addition to his Midget schedule. Bodine ran the full USAC National Midget schedule in 2020, finishing 10th in the point standings with one top five and six top 10 finishes. He also made three sprint car starts last season with a best finish of 10th at Lawrenceburg in our October. He also competed in the opening sprint car weekend at Bubba Raceway Park about 10 days ago, but that was with a different team. He finished 15th in a B on night one and 22nd in the feature on night two. Clausen Marshall will not be competing for any USAC championship this season as the organization focuses on Tyler Courtney's rookie campaign with the All-Star Circuit of Champions, but they will field sprint cars and midgets at many of the Indiana and bigger USAC shows. For more, visit ClausenMarshallRacing.com. We talked last week on the show about Jeremy Elliott's foray into streaming with the creation of SprintCarUnlimited.tv. We even had a new Conversations episode with him as well. Since then, he's released several of the tracks and events they will offer on the pay-per-view service this year. Between Trailway Speedway, BAPS Motor Speedway, and Sealands Grove Speedway, the new service, which is a partnership with Dirt Track Digest TV, will show 29 races, including several big events and many divisions. There are 410 sprint car shows, late model races, a dirt classic qualifier, URC events, and more on the slate. Unlike many of the bigger streaming platforms that have switched to a yearly or monthly subscription model, Jeremy and Dirt Track Digest Mike Mallet are offering these events on the more traditional pay-per-view basis. They say this works better for them and their track partners. To see more details on the schedule of events, visit SprintCarUnlimited.com or SprintCarUnlimited.tv. Stay tuned today because I'll be dropping a new Dirt Tracker Conversations episode later. Late last week, I had about an hour-long chat with the new voice of USAC on Flow Racing, Tony Laporta. I think a lot of folks, including myself, were a little surprised to tune into the first USAC broadcast of the season and hear a voice we weren't expecting. But after the first two USAC weekends for the midgets and sprint cars and chatting with Tony, I think that position is in really good hands. We talked a lot about his journey to the position, his mad dash to get up to speed, and dealing with the haters on social media. You can find that episode later today in this podcast feed and at youtube.com slash there's nothing on the streaming schedule today except Flow 24-7 over at Flow Racing. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com watch tonight. 
Before we close out, I just want to say a big congratulations to Christopher Bell on his big NASCAR Cup win yesterday at Daytona. From humble beginnings in Oklahoma, Bell has won in sprint cars, midgets, and at the top three levels of NASCAR. He's got three Golden Drillers, World of Outlaws wins, and will be a serious threat in the years to come to win a Cup championship. And he did it completely on his own merit and talent. It's great to see these younger generation of drivers be successful on the national stages and yet still return to the short tracks in their free time. It's important to keep that connection between the two. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Monday. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. That helps out the show. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I do check those every single day. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. You can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. If you'd like to get email updates from Dirt Tracker, you can sign up at dirttracker.com slash newsletter. And you can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. 